The WW Review is proud to be sponsored by the Theme Park Brothers. Check out Jordan and Cameron's Walt Disney World adventures. Most recently, check out their videos, which include full resort walkthroughs of the Grand Floridian, the Contemporary, the Polynesian, and the Coronado Springs construction updates. Follow them on Twitter at Theme Park Boys and on their Facebook and YouTube page, which is the Theme Park Brothers. Welcome to this week's episode of the WDW Review Podcast. I am your host for this evening, Pete Ponacorvo, and with me as always, Chris Malik. Chris, how you doing? Pete, I'm awesome, and you know what? If you give me two seconds, I'm going to actually tell you what that means in a special language. Hit up our guests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, as, as you've alluded to, we do have two special guests with us. First one returning is a uh, almost a regular on the show as of late. From the Theme Park Brothers YouTube channel, Mr. Michael Fresh Mike Black. How are you doing, Mike? Doing great, guys. How are you doing? And a newcomer to the show, fellow podcaster and good friend of ours, Mr. Greg Nevis. Greg, welcome. Gentlemen, good to be with you. Greg, if you had a, if you had a DJ name, um, what would your DJ name be? I'm just asking because we know what Mike's is. What is what would yours be? Oh my gosh. Uh, you know what? Let me think about that and get back to you. <laughs> DJG? Uh, perfect. I'll take it. Perfect. DJG. DJG. Love, Love it. it. Love it. Um, that's an insight, so you're going to have to hit staying with us for the next couple episodes, and you'll figure out why Michael is... What was your name, Mike? What was your DJ name? DJ Fresh Mike, I think that's what I, I dubbed him, yeah. DJ Michael Fresh? I love it. All right. Hey, when I was in retail, I was over the fresh areas. So, hey, it makes hey, complete sense. <laughs> All right. Circle of life, right? Exactly. No, that's a different show. Oh. <laughs> All right, big man. What are we doing here today? We got we got well, these two esteemed guests on and us. <laughs> us knuckleheads. <laughs> what yeah, are we doing? They came out of their own free will. I'm not taking blame or credit for anything. All right. Um, I don't have any... Uh, trivia tonight just because what we're going to talk about doesn't have any history yet and that's going to be pandora the <clears throat> excuse me the world of avatar opening officially may 27th of 2017 at disney's animal kingdom if you haven't heard about that yet you've been living under a rock in universal studios and that's just unacceptable as far as i'm concerned anyway um. So we've all heard of the movie, right, guys? Yeah. Yes. Yes, we've okay. heard of it, Pete. Yes. I'm not. I'm not assuming any everybody's seen it because the, the blue well, guys, right, Pete? The blue guys, right? Yeah, the tall blue guys. It's Papa Smurf, right? It, they kind of look like me, but skinny <laughs> and blue. <laughs> all right. So we just kind of. I'm, I'm curious to see what everybody thinks about this. How what their thoughts are about 
the two attractions, you know, the shopping that's going to be in there, the, the food, the drinks, the whole nine yards. Um, I'll give a little bit of a backstory to it. What essentially we're going to be walking into is Pandora from the movie years after um, the the military forces gone. So it, it's, it's no longer... Um, occupied by the RDA. It's kind of the Navi have, have once again been willing to accept visitors from the outside. And we're all going to be brought there by the Alpha Century Expeditions Company, also known as ACE. So, <clears throat> what do you, I mean, just as a storyline, what do you guys think? Are the Navi going to just forgive us that, that easy or, or what? I don't know. Michael, Anybody? Greg, what do you think? I I buy it. I'll buy it. Um, okay. And and I guess the reason I'll buy it is because it's not like I've seen the movie twenty five times, and um, <laughs> the sequels haven't even come close to being released yet. So we kind of have to buy it, right? It's the only story they're giving us. So let's roll. For it. now, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we we do have to buy into it for sure. But I will say the Navi are an incredibly forgiving group of. Of uh, I don't want to call them people, but creatures, aren't they? Wow. Yeah, I mean, we we destroyed one of their their holiest places in the planet, and they're like, eh, you know, a couple of years have gone by. We're good now. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't get that, but they're, they're they're better people than me, I guess. Okay. So, so you mentioned the attractions. So should we uh, talk about the attractions a little bit, Pete? Too. Yeah, I mean, we we've got two attractions that have been announced. Okay. We've got the the Flight of Passage, and we've got the Navi River Journey. Okay. Michael, Greg, let's do a handoff here. You guys want to tackle the attractions? Absolutely. Michael, do you want to take the uh, River Journey first? Yeah, I think that's a good idea, because I don't well, think I'll be going yeah. anywhere near Flight of Passage, <laughs> just so we know. <laughs> it, it, um, it comes more than two and a half feet off the ground. Michael's out. Exactly. Uh, we're proud of him that he's rode Soren now, finally. Awesome. <laughs> I love Soren, but I'll tell you what. I, I had to make sure that this family-friendly attraction um, of the uh, the Navi River jer- Journey was not going to have any drops. It does not look like it does. I, I'm taking the website for slow ride as what it's saying, it, that it's a slow ride. And none of this business at Maelstrom and none of this business at Pirates of the Caribbean, where it's a slow ride, but then it plummets you down four or five feet and scares me to death. No. Mike, Michael, I was going to um, say, you, they, they do kind of claim that Maelstrom and Pirates were both slow boat rides, too. I, yeah. I know. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and, and I'm actually reading, the, uh, reading through the whole description. On the Disney website, okay? Hey, hang on, hang and, on. Did, did you just use the words, none of this business? Did you just actually put that phrase together? Yeah. Mike, Michael, none, you, you, none of this business? You've aged like 83 years in front of our eyes. Get <laughs> those kids get off Get my those lawn. kids off your lawn. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, so, so first of all, the first sentence says gentle, okay? It's a glide down, a gentle, mysterious river. Now, mystery scares me. But we'll move forward and feel a sense of wonder as the full beauty of Pandora reveals itself. All right, we're good so far, right? Um, 
as your expedition begins, you climb aboard a reed boat and drift downstream. Drift is a very calm word. We're good at that. Mm -hmm. After coasting, another calm word, through a series of caves, kind of scary, but okay, and passing by exotic (laughs) glowing plants and amazing creatures, we're still okay because we're seeing things, not plummeting past (laughs) them, you'll soon find yourself face-to-face with the Navi Shaman of Songs. Okay, I'm good. I can't wait to... I can't wait for him to, to read this next sentence from yeah, the, yeah. the website. Here's where it gets questionable. <laughs> the adventure, scary word, comes to a conclusion as the shaman demonstrates her deep, deep is not a good word either, connection to the life force of Pandora and sends positive energy out, which could mean anything. Are they flushing us out of this thing into the forest through the power of her music? Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to wait until somebody else rides this thing and lets me know that I trust. But it looks beautiful, the video I've seen so far. Let's put it that way. It looks like it's got the, the screens kind of like um, Pirates at, what is that, Shanghai? Mm-hmm. Where yeah. Pirates has the, the awesome screens that go along with everything else. I think it's going to be amazing. I don't think it's going to be just another boat ride, but you never know. What do you think, Greg? Well, I tell you what, it seems that Disney really has this kind of love affair with these quote-unquote slow-moving boat rides. I took a look at all of the attractions on property that kind of fall into that that category. So in Magic Kingdom, of course, we have It's a Small World. We have Jungle Cruise. And I'm going to extend this a little bit and and say Pirates of the Caribbean would be considered, you know, all that we have the drop. Not slow-moving. Okay. All right. So let's take those two and then jump over to Epcot. We have living with the land. We have frozen ever after, but we kind of disqualified that one just a moment ago. Uh, Yeah. Two of them Two. Hollywood studios. We don't have anything. Um, back in Epcot, we have the grand fiesta tour. Okay. And then if we now take a look at animal kingdom, we have, the Navi River Journey. It seems for some reason that Disney just loves these slow-moving boat rides. And I think they're great and beautiful, and it's a fun kind of family thing to, to do together. But I think that they could have taken some other approach and given us something different. Now, I know this is the only boat ride now in Animal Kingdom, but I just feel a little a little disappointed with Imagineering that they couldn't come up with something else. Do you want to know why I think, and this is just playing devil's advocate, um, why I think it's a great idea um, is because I don't think everybody's going to get a chance to see it at night, Um, especially if you're there during the summer and it doesn't get dark until like 10 o'clock sometimes. Um, I think this gives everybody a chance to see some of these glowing plants and these interesting things they're doing around there, um, maybe during the day. That's uh, a great point, yeah. That's why I'm kind of excited about it, because it, it can take you inside and get you that experience without, you know, having to be there at night. But Yeah, it will be beautiful. My... Yeah, uh, I'll play devil's advocate again, though. As of May 27th, ex- Animal Kingdom's hours is extending all the way till 11 o'clock every day. And they're going to have extra magic hours in Pandora only from 11 until 1 in the morning. Wow. Everybody's going to have an opportunity to see this at night. Hey, Greg. And 
just just as one more thing to to quote you know the guys over at Away Radio, it's always better on a boat. I mean, it's just the way. It is. <laughs> hey, Greg, I never thought of it that way. You know what? I I guess I never thought how many there really are on property. And yeah. In my mind, you know, with only with a limited number of attractions initially coming on board and minimal food and beverage options. It was like, we need something for maximum storytell, maximum impression, as many people as possible. And it was like, how do we deliver the maximum story with all of the fabulous bioluminescence that we possibly can? Okay, so we need it to be slow enough so people can see it. So how do we move them through there? You know? Right. So, but you know what? You make a great point, though. When you start lining up all the other slow-moving boat rides... They do. They have a bunch. You know, I I, I, I agree with you, I think, that perhaps well, you, something else could have been done to still convey the story and still show off the bioluminescence. Maybe not necessarily, you know, a slow-moving boat ride as much as Michael mm-hmm. wouldn't want that, but, you know, something a little different. I, well, I, I, I agree. At, if you look at the rest of them, though, I think that this one out of all of them probably makes most sense on a boat mm-hmm. um, in the water. I, I do understand the immense amount of them you know uh but i could actually see some of the other attractions not being through water more so than this one if that makes any sense i think it lends itself perfectly i wouldn't want to see like a mechanical uh, whatever going through the attraction um i think that a boat without an engine going through this very serene environment is better than other ride vehicles they may have at their disposal or a Star Tours type ride, yeah. Right, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And, you know, I would say, too, if they didn't have Flight of Passage, perhaps this river journey could take the element of some kind of suspended cart or ride vehicle, much like Peter Pan, where you are you're going from different... Uh, levels of elevation say you start the, the beginning of the, the attraction starts at ground level and through using miniatures and other uh, tricks of the eye your ride vehicle is elevated to a height to give you such a vast overview of pandora they could have done that so but having the flight of passage attraction be more of a actual flight ride i i think it kind of pushed them into hey, let's take a look at doing it in the water. So mm-hmm. I, I kind of wish they would have given it a little more creativity, but it's going to be beautiful regardless, you know? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean, and one other thing, they have a capacity with those boat rides that's just, it's it's high. I mean, that's all there is to it. Yeah, they can push oh, people yeah. through it. They're yeah. expecting a 3,000 per hour capacity. Wow. What yeah, about the rides? That's, 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 that's theoretical, but that's still, even if they only get, you know, 20, 2,700. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of people. I mean, that's... Cool. I mean, cool. I'm looking here, you know... What does each mission... ride vehicle seat? How many capacity-wise? I thought it was only four. I don't... I See, I'm having trouble finding that. But, like, even... You know what's spaceship, right? I, I remember pictures too. Twenty one hundred capacity per hour. Wow. So I mean that's just constantly moving too. Yeah. So Yeah. I and I think that there's gonna be some concerns with flight of passage. I mean, 
I don't know what the capacity is going to be there. Um, but there's kind of mystery around that attraction altogether. We haven't seen much of it. So, no, absolutely not. It's been very, very heavily shielded and shrouded for sure. Let's talk about that. What do you guys know about the Flight of Passage? Well, I'll tell you what. We don't really know a whole lot from one particular source or piece of media. But taking a, a look at the pieces collectively, I think we can kind of put together a nice picture of what the attraction is and uh, the potential of what it will be. So let's let's kind of back up a little bit if if we can. If we go back to that Good Morning America footage back in I believe it was March or April, we got to see a limited uh, view of the queue area and what happens before you load up on the ride vehicle. So that's um, a piece of media that was you know sanctioned by Disney to put out and for everybody to see, uh, and then. So we know that what you will be doing is riding a, I don't want to say a vehicle, but it'll be almost like a single rider kind of ride vehicle. Now, there has been some footage leaked, or actually a photo leaked back, I believe, in December that Tom Corliss had reported upon saying that, uh, let me check my notes here, the ride vehicle, it appears to have multiple rider capabilities when I'm capacities what I mean by that is there might be one person who could ride on the back say that might be a parent and perhaps a smaller child could ride in the front it so it appears that the ride vehicle the banshee as they are modeling the structure as can accommodate more than one person but the interesting thing about all this is that the banshees the banshees will actually breathe their, their wings will flap, their heads will move, so you'll get this kind of response from the creature that it's, it's alive. So that's going to be really, really interesting to see how that really develops out. So, so we know that, okay? And there was also another photo put out by Disney that shows the theater, okay? And from that, we can kind of, we can kind of see that it's a multi-level theater, Okay, so it's it, it puts you in mind of Soren. Your ride vehicle will most likely come forward towards a large screen. It'll probably be some kind of dome situation, much like Soren. And it also appears that from the GMA footage that it will be a 3D experience as well. So taking all these bits of information and, and plugging them all together, we can kind of get a good picture of what the ride is, although it's been, you know, secretive and, and, and like I said earlier, shrouded, we can kind of get a good feel for what's going to happen here. Wow. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of what I, I got too, because I was trying to do the same as, as you were, as piecing stuff together. Uh, there was uh, some Nightline footage I found at one point where she was, uh, they were going and they were kind of getting down where they were going to bond with the Banshee, um, yeah. you know, in order to, and I love that. I mean, I absolutely love that following the story and getting that into the storyline that, you know, you do need to bond with it. I mean, if, if I'm going in there, <laughs> excuse me, and I'm going to ride this Banshee and I'm not bonding with it, it goes completely against the whole storyline of the movie. Um, yeah. So I think that that was crucial for me. And once they said that, I was kind of on board with the attraction. And I hope I am able to ride it. 
to be quite honest, because it looks amazing. I hope it's kind of like a Soren on speed or something, and I yeah. can kind of take it. Yeah, that it certainly seems that that is the case. But a couple of things that we don't know, which will be interesting to find out, is what is the capacity and throughput of the ride? How many folks are they going? How many guests are they going to be able to uh, get through that attraction in an hour? How long is the ride going to be? If we take our cues from Soren, we know that's about five minutes long. So I think anything longer than that on a simulator kind of 3D experience might be too much from a, you know, just uh, over uh, stimulating our sensory things too much and overstimulation. So it's probably going to hit that five minute mark as well. So, of course, a lot of unknowns that we all can't wait to find out. Here's what I'm finding because I've been looking around. Soren has a theoretical rate of about 2100 an hour. They're running about 1900. And that's with the three theaters. Okay. Now, like I said, the River Journey, there's, they're projecting 3,000. They're saying probably get 90% if they're lucky, 2,700. For Flight of Passage, they're saying probably going to be a little less than 1,400 an hour. Wow. Is the theoretical, which means wow. they're going to be like 12,500 an hour actual those fast passes are going to be gold yes they are wow that's that's really low their fast pass allocation per day is under nine thousand and in in respect to in contrast to that the river journey they're saying fast pass allocation is going to be close to nineteen thousand incredible well, it looks like so, these will be the opening two, and there'll be much more to come because you'll need something to do when you're, you know, you're looking at a three-hour wait for this. Yeah, <laughs> really. So, have you guys heard anything about? Are they tiering? Are they going to tier Animal Kingdom now uh, to where you would only be able to get one of those? Or I, I believe heard. so. I believe that's what I've heard. Yep. I know in the the previews, people are only expecting to get one of them in during that that two-hour preview that people are getting to do. Yeah, we're going on the 14th. And I didn't think we would get to ride anything. Have, are we supposed to go in and make a fast pass for that? Ahead of uh, time? I, would, I would try. <laughs> That's probably out of the question. Probably a good idea to try. Yeah. Hey, Pete, I won't be riding it. I'll be watching uh, YouTube. I'll be watching the Theme Park Brothers. <laughs> or, there you go. Me or, too. Or, or at least Michael standing on the side waiting for them to come off. So this is the outside of flight of from passage. a bench from a bench of Pandora. I'm, I'm waiting for for the kids to get off so I can find out what it was like. All right. Hey, let me let me uh, let me just ask you guys another question. What do you think of the floating mountains that are that are uh, you know so present right now? What do you think of the, the landscape as it's developing? I think it's incredible. A, a tremendous engineering and design feat, but yeah. I'm a little bit underwhelmed because I thought there would be more floating mountains. But I understand that, you know, it has to be reduced to a manageable degree. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think it's great what they did. I would love to see more. Okay. Michael, you, you probably have seen it. What, I, mean, you oh, pro- yeah. I, mean, I mean, many times more than we have. What, what do you think? I completely agree with Greg. I I think that it's cool to see, but nothing that is overly exciting. And I know that Imagineers are probably pulling their hair out 
when you know if they hear this because it probably was a a feat to get it to happen but um i'm the same way where i'm like well it it's really cool looking but it just seems maybe two or three times more of it would have given it a more presence so completely agree all right hold hold that thought pete what do you think about the uh the, the the floating mountains i think the just the environment in general is going to be incredible um I saw a little bit of the the floating mountains when I was there in February, mm-hmm. and it it looked great. Okay, um, what I'm looking forward to seeing is how they're going to make that landscape, which is one of the biggest things for the entire land, make that interesting for guests during the day, where you're not going to get to see all that glowing bioluminescence. Mm. In the bright Florida sun. Yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. So, so here's my question for you guys, and and we're going to talk about the restaurant in a little bit, and the bar and the shop in a little bit. But, um, my wife's a teacher, so in her school, it's largely based upon other female teachers. There have been teachers that have come up to my wife recently and said, "You know, we're going to Walt Disney World," and my wife says, "That's awesome. Where are you going?" Well, we're going to go to Epcot because we want to see the Frozen ride. So. That Frozen ride single-handedly reinvigorated a bunch of people that would have not otherwise been interested in coming to Walt Disney World or mildly interested. What does Avatar do for you? Is this going to draw... I mean, it's nice. It's it's going to be beautiful. Would this draw you? Does this, does this bring people into Animal Kingdom other than the first, uh, you know, the natural buzz, the first month? Is this going to make you rearrange your vacation plans? Are you not going to... Branson or Hershey Park because now you have to see the world of Avatar. What do you guys think about that? Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, and I have some I've talked about this before um, uh, and I think that unlike the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and Universal I think that Pandora is going to be a quick hit at first I think it's going to slowly go away. I don't think it's going to be something that people are going to plan their vacations around yet. I think this is going to be one of those things that when the second movie comes out, when the third movie comes out, imagine if Wizarding World of Harry Potter was open during Chamber of Secrets, Mm -hmm. which was the second movie, and didn't have the entire franchise done yet. Um, At first, I thought that Disney was taking a huge risk for that very reason. We don't know. I mean, what if the second one flops? We don't know, right? Yeah. But at the same time, they could be genius because it could be sitting there ready to go. I mean, this is not, yeah, people have waited forever for it, but only us. You know, the, the standard population has not sat around going, where's Pandora? Why isn't Pandora done? <laughs> you know, so there's no one waiting for it to happen it's going to already be done so i think in that essence i think that it's going to pay dividends later i don't think it's going to be something that's going to be um initial all the way through it'll be feast or famine i agree if if the second avatar movie bombs disney's in trouble they took a huge hit yeah if if this second and third and fourth and fifth Fifth movie? Uh, I know there's at least three coming, right? Yeah, they had yeah. said actually he's got up to just finish the fifth script. 
Yeah, something like that. It's, yeah, uh, it's called the Navi Strikes Back, just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> the last Navi. Yeah. <laughs> as long as nobody's name is Jar Jar, we're okay. Um, oh. But oh. as long as as long as those movies Pete, do just well, wait, <laughs> just wait. I think <laughs> I think they'll do. I think Disney will be fine on this. If those movies bomb, I, I think they could be in real trouble. Yeah. In which case, then they're going to have to like triple time the uh, the Star Wars Land production, or, or talk to the Tolkien family, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well. Um, Craig, what, what, what do you yeah, think? Do are, something. You, are you rearranging your vacation plans at least in the next year or two to come see this? Absolutely not. I, I look at it this way. It is, to me, it, it's beautiful. Don't get me wrong. But I also feel it is a, it's a holdover. It's a pacifier until Star Wars is here. And what, what happens if these movies bomb? Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? I, I just don't know. But it's, like I said, to me, it's beautiful if I'm there, sure, I'll, I'll take a look. But it wouldn't make me book a vacation for next year or the end of the summer or anytime soon just for Pandora. Yeah. I just recently rewatched the movie. And I know when the movie came out, people said it was fantastic. So I've seen it a couple of times. So I just recently... Visually. Yeah, visually. Visually fantastic. Mm-hmm. I recently Beautiful. rewatched it. And, you know, when I finished the movie, I said to myself, yeah. That that was a good movie, and I was like, "Wow, did I just think that was just a good movie?" And I agree with you guys. Holy cow, is that a giant commitment on one movie and a promise to have really good special effects and just hope the story is 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 really enthralling from two, three, and four coming out. Um, you're right. If 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 it's a stinker, Pete, um. There's going to be 24-hour work done on Star Wars Land until it's done. <laughs> Pretty much, mm. right? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, that's what they'd have to do Well, to try to recoup. Let's bring you back to the Navi here. Let, let me talk your language, Pete. Uh, I know of one way to get to you at all times. Let me go through your belly, all right? So oh, please do. <laughs> let, let's talk about some of the food op- uh, options and like the shopping options. So let's knock out, and I'm probably going to pronounce it wrong. I'm going to read it right from the Disney Parks page here, Disney.com here, the, the Satuli Canteen, okay? A menu inspired by Pandora's Bounty. Discover healthful dishes and familiar flavors from another world. Wholesome grains, fresh vegetables, and hearty proteins. Between your aerial adventures on Avatar Flight of Passage and your family-friendly voyages aboard the Navi River Journey, tuck inside the constant hut structure called Satuli Canteen. Long ago, an RDA mess hall, now a peaceful dining facility adorned with Navi art and cultural items. It's owned and operated by Alpha Centauri Expeditions, also known as ACE. The Satuli Canteen supplies travelers all the comforts of home, courtesy of a unique fast casual menu that's been crafted from Pandora's natural abundance featuring international inspired cuisine vegetarian options and special libations it's the perfect place to refuel you as you venture through the valley of Moara so we do have some interesting items on this menu so let me just read you some of the items and I'm going to go around quickly tell me yay or nay does that sound good real real quick though does anybody else notice they've gotten into using the word canteen a lot lately Oh gosh, yeah. Skipper yeah. Canteen, Tuli Canteen. All right. If you're a travel, fa- if you're a Travel Channel fan, Andrew Zimmern has his own AZ Canteen. So I'm, I don't know. 
Welcome Sorry, to, I just had to throw that out there. Welcome to the Dub Dub Canteen, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> canteen. Uh, All right. On the entree menu, and bear in mind, lunch and dinner right now are the same meal period. Uh, it's the same meal, like, time frame. I got the cheeseburger steamed pods served on bao buns. Steamed cheeseburger pods stuffed with ground beef, ketchup, mustard, pickle, and cheddar cheese served with crunchy vegetable slaw and vegetable chips on bao buns. Yay or nay? I I am in. Yay. Greg? Uh, I'll go for it. Yay. Mike? Yeah, that's a yay. Chili spiced crispy fried tofu bowl. Crispy fried tofu seasoned with chili spice topped with crunchy vegetable slaw and boba balls served with your choice of base and sauce. Um, no smirking, Pete? No. All right? No. Yay or nay? I'm, I'm out. <laughs> I'm out on that one. He's out. Greg, in or out? Uh, I'll get, I will try it. I'll give it a whirl. Yes. Uh, Michael? Well, you had me at chili cheese. You lost me at tofu. So there you go. <laughs> I'm out. All right. Out. Interesting. All right. Let's, call, let's cover one more. Ready? We're going to go with the slow-roasted sliced grilled beef bowl. All right? You probably already got your idea already made up. I can see th- Pete's grinning already. Slow-roasted sliced grilled beef marinated in a blend of garlic, herbs, red pepper spice, and red wine vinegar topped with crunchy vegetable slaw. Bobo balls served with your choice of base and sauce. In or out, Pete? In. Greg? Yeah, count me in, sure. Michael? Yeah, I'm in, but I what are these bobo balls? I don't know. That's why I said no smirking. I'm just um, I'm going past it. I, I'll I'll tell you. Have you have you ever heard of boba tea? Yes. I have they're, not. They're they're little balls of tapioca. Oh, okay. Okay. Hmm. I, they can be black, they can be orange, they can be yellow, they can be all kinds of different colors. So you want to know what's interesting on this menu? Right now there are six entrees. The kids' meal, there is seven entrees for kids' meals. So it appears that they're really... they added a pizza or a grilled cheese or something. Yeah, they <laughs> got chicken, fish, tofu. They got a grilled beef. They've got a cheese quesadilla, a steam pod, and a hot dog. Um, and we go to the beverages. So we're going to talk only about the Pandora-type beverages in the canteen. They got a Pandoran Sunrise, which is a refreshing balance of tropical juices blended with Powerade Melon. In or out, Pete? Out. I don't like Powerade. Greg? Oh, I love me my Powerade. Yes, I'm in. He's in. Michael, in or out? Uh, in. Have to rehydrate with the Powerade. All right. Yeah. How about a Pandora Grog Ale? How about a draft 22-ounce beer that's dyed green, much in the Chicago tradition of St. Paddy's Day, with a fruity <laughs> hop character, including apricot and peach, with a hint of wheat on the finish? In or out with green beer? Done. Pete's in. Greg? I'll step out for that one. He's out. You don't want to pee green for a week. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Michael, you, don't, you don't get around. Chicago at St. Patrick's Day, Greg. <laughs> it's everywhere. I'll join Pete for one. He's going to join him for one. All right. And, you know, there's a lot more on the menu, but these are standard items. Bud Light, the Stella Artois. The, there's a Banshee Chardonnay. So there is a wine that's named the Banshee Chardonnay. Aromas and flavors of apple, pear, citrus, and hints of vanilla. Mm. Um, Pete, you a wine guy? Nope. Nope. You're out. Greg, in or out? I'm not, but that sounds that sounds amazing, actually. He's in. Michael, how about you? I'll try it. Yeah. Uh, It sounds really good, but I bet it costs as much as the bottles of wine that I get for the house. So (laughs) um, if someone else is buying, yes. Okay. He's out there. All right. So let's segue then. We talked briefly on the canteen. 
you've heard of the, the the bar, I guess you'd say, or the um, you know the the, lounge. the res- refreshment lounge. It's called the Pangu Pangu. Okay, so much like you thought the 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 the, the Banshee ride was shrouded in mystery, this is even more mysterious. There is a picture, and if you look on the Disney site, it literally looks like caviar, <laughs> but it's not. I'm, Those are the boba balls. Th- there we go. Those are the boba balls. So, beverages from beyond our world at Pangu Pangu. Quench your thirst at the Pandoran Way at an otherworldly pit stop offering Navi-inspired refreshment. Are your expeditions at the Avatar Flight of Passage and the Navi River Journey leaving you parched? Hike to the corner of Wind Traders where you'll find Pangu Pangu, where your spot, a friendly expat, serves out-of-this-world drinks. You've come to the right place. It means party party in the language of the Navi. Pangu Pangu welcomes weary travelers to our bioluminescent frozen cocktail, indigenous beers, or even a sweet snack you won't find elsewhere. Awesome. Let's click on the menu. Coming, Not available. Coming soon. <laughs> Very mysterious. Mm. Coming soon. So... Um, not quite developed yet, but the picture really is pretty interesting. It's 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 definitely bioluminescent green beer and other things. So, um, Hit I, me. I'm gonna just because I heard this elsewhere. Um, bioluminescent is improperly used there. Bioluminescent means it's alive and glows on its own. How do you know? <laughs> it, it's been verified by Disney. They have actually said to another another podcast. There is nothing alive in these drinks. Okay, then you know. So it should it should have just been luminescent. Okay. Basically, they have a glow cube in them, folks. Okay. So, Aww. I'm disappointed. Right? <laughs> I was afraid something would try to reach out and grab my tongue while I was trying to drink it. It creeped me out, man. I don't know. Like Jabba grabbing the frogs, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? All right. We mentioned the word wind trader, so there is a shop that's going to be specifically designed for Pandora. And by the look, again, of the picture, i got to be honest, that might be one of the most impressive structures they're going to build. The shop looks amazing. So um, without actually describing the shop to you guys, they're just going to have various items for sale. Um, there, I, I can clearly see in this picture there are little kids holding stuffed animals of cute animals that were represented on Pandora. Um, but essentially discover exotic merchandise and souvenirs celebrating the flora, fauna, and culture of Pandora. There are additional paragraphs, but you get the point. And there is a face painting area where essentially they're going to have your face painted in designs inspired by the Navi and Pandora. So they have the basics established. They've got the restaurant. It's quick service. They don't have, obviously, a sit-down right now. They have the lounge. They have a couple attractions. They're bringing out, you know, the Rivers of Light, and there's probably going to be, you know, some Avatar focus in that. I wouldn't doubt the Tree of Life show is going to have some Avatar focus in that as well, too. Um, heavier. So, what do you think? I mean, I mean, tell me your excitement level. If one was meh and ten was oh yeah, what's your excitement level right now? Greg, what do you, what, 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 do, you, what do you think? I'll put it at a five. It's fair. Mm, man. Michael, what do you think? Uh, I, I'll give it a conditional seven. Okay. Um, I'm excited about it, but as a local, I think it's going to be a nightmare, and I don't know when I'll actually get to see it, okay. you know, uh, except for the preview. That two hours might be the last time I get to see it till late summer. For a while. Uh-huh. Pete, what do you think? What do, give me a number. Um, you know, 
I'm I'm kind of in between them. I'm gonna go with a six. I mean, I'm I'm more interested in seeing the environment than either of the rides at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I, I one of this, this is gonna sound stupid, but they're actually doing something that I think is really cool. You can only buy Pandora merchandise in Pandora at Wind Traders. There's going to be a bag. You are not going to get the general Walt Disney World generic gift shop bag. It's going to be a bag with the Ace logo on it. Hmm. So, I mean, they really are trying to make this a destination within the park. Whether or not, I mean, like, and let's be honest, the, the, the food offerings are vaguely interesting. I can go over to Morimoto Asia and get really good steam bun bao and be very happy. And it's not cheeseburger filled, but generally it's really not supposed to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm I'm really looking forward to the environment more than anything. But that being said, I still can't get real crazy and like, oh, I got to see it, got to see it. So I got a seven, I got a six, and I got a five. So let me ask you this quickly then. Um, your excitement for Star Wars, Greg, what was the number B? If it's one, again, is meh, or ten is I can't wait. What is, what is your excitement for Star Wars? Easily ten. Okay, Michael? Uh, probably nine. Pete? Twenty-eight. Okay, so <laughs> don't you guys think that the Imagineers know this? And they're putting all this money into something that people aren't excited. I'm going to give them credit. I'm, you know, I was, I was thinking the other way, but I'm going to, I've actually become more interested in just having the discussion with you guys. I I really want to see it because they know they're up to a test. They've got to go and pull an ace out for something that really isn't resonating with public star, star Wars. Pete, they, they could literally throw out the same star Wars with different signs and star Wars fans would probably be critical of it, but they'd be excited to see it for the first time. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, but I think they'd want to see something more than that. It would they'd be excited to see it the first time, but would they come back if it was just thrown together? You're right. My example though was you know Star Wars, such a loyal following. But yeah, oh, absolutely. Disney has dumped all this money into Pandora, and so they went to the Imagineers and said, "Listen, you've got the toughest test possible. You've got to make this movie, which was a huge success back six years ago. You've got to." tell people why it's that important so your special effects and your ride vehicles and your rides they're going to have to blow people away because A, we've already been leapfrogged by Harry Potter we need to hit hard back so I'll be honest you know, I'm not going to necessarily redesign my family's vacation but the next time at Walt Disney World it might be the first park we go to just because I want to see it I'll Hmm. the the one thing I hear from everybody and I've I've never been over to the well I shouldn't say never I haven't been over to Universal in years like I was I was a young child last time I was in Universal um but from what everybody says it's the immersiveness of that environment that really sells Harry Potter mm-hmm. yeah that's what I'm looking to see in Pandora mm-hmm. if they can really give me that absolute immersive experience where I walk through that gateway past Tiffin's and I start to look around and I feel like I'm somewhere else, then I think it's a win. 
Good point. And Michael, great yeah. point earlier too about yeah, it's movie one, and so now it's already on the ground. You know, you know, what I'm saying you made a great point about that. When movie two and movie three come out, if they rock, heck, that's going to continue to draw, and they're going to keep on expanding and expanding and expanding with that. That's a great point. I I, I didn't think well, of it that and, way. And think of the now they've got this backing. They've got this backing from the whole Disney company that this thing has to do well. Yeah. I mean, you just said yourself, if it if it flops, it's going to hurt. So you don't think that prior to that movie coming out that it's going to have the full weight mm-hmm. of Disney behind it, even though I don't even think the first one wasn't even a Disney film. Um, so I don't even know how that's shaking up, but I guess it's just a partnership. Um, they, but their advertising for Pandora hasn't been all that hard hitting yet either. Not yet, Not yet but I, I think I really think it's a sleeper. And, you know, we can look at this as Animal Kingdom as a whole. I mean, Animal Kingdom itself was a project that, you know, is it going to be a zoo? No, it's going to be this new experience. Um, it's and not a zoo. it's not a zoo, but it's it's a theme park with animals, and um, you're going to be immersed in the whole Joe Rody thing, and and everybody buys into it, right? Uh, I think this is the same thing. It's different. It's it in keeping with Animal Kingdom. You you couldn't throw something uh, like a Star Wars Ewok land, let's say, over in Animal Kingdom. It just wouldn't work mm-hmm. uh, just because of the branding of that park and the way they pretty much stayed true to that branding. Um, and, you know, we haven't even talked about Rivers of Light, but that's a whole different situation as well to where they had to keep in the branding of the park they had to make sure to design it in a way that it wouldn't alter anything in the park. Sight lines wouldn't affect the animals. There's, it's a whole different beast over there, um, you know, pun intended. But mm-hmm. I, I think so, it fits perfect. Cool. I guess that's my point. Well, big guy, let's let's wrap this up. Any anything, Greg, you want to say in closing about the Pandora coming up here? Well, I will say this. It certainly is going to be interesting to see these next couple of months and, and further out once we get past the second, third, and fourth movies, how this is sustained. And if it's a hit, do they expand? How much more do they expand? So, you know, time will tell. I'm, I am looking forward to it. But it's, like I said before, it's not going to change my plans to to make a special trip there. But uh, it, it's going to be interesting in the next few months for sure. Michael, you got a final thought for us, buddy? Um, I do kind of. Uh, I think it's going to help uh, the situation. They always are talking about three parks. Um, as far as, you know, you get a three-park day, whatever. And a lot of times I'll have friends that will say, which park do I leave out? I think right now it may help the fact that Hollywood Studios doesn't have anything maybe as much to <laughs> offer. Um, in which case, Animal Kingdom can just slide in there. Even though... Friends of mine and family of mine, they skip Epcot. Like every single one of them will go to Animal Kingdom and they'll skip Epcot. No, you I, should you should handcuff them I, behind I, their backs and send them to the sheriff's office. That's that's <laughs> a crime. I tried to tell them this. I agree. This is how I advise. That's horrible. But you know, this is the way it goes. They say, "Well, we have kids. They like Animal." Okay, that's fine. You can go to the, the zoo, I suppose. Anyway, <laughs> I think that. <laughs> This may help alleviate um, some issues that Disney may have with a lacking Hollywood Studios um, yeah. 
and it may help them for at least a year or so to help yeah, them get I agree. the initial. Well, but they really only need help for the next year, year and a half. Yeah. Because they're saying Star Wars in 2019, so... Yeah, but they don't want to put all their eggs in that basket. That basket's going to always float, and Star Wars is going to rule. But you know what? they can, they got to continue to... They're thinking of wallet share. They want to keep you for all four days oh, at, yeah. at their resort. Yeah. So, um, And I'm going to tell you, the construction down here is... I mean, it's all over the place. Mm-hmm. You uh, Just driving into Magic Kingdom, I didn't even realize until I started editing one of our videos the other day how much construction there was going into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't really, I don't know how to describe it. I guess maybe it's just the magic or whatever, but you don't really notice it as much. But when you start looking for it, it's everywhere. You're talking mm-hmm. about resorts. You're talking about uh, Magic Kingdom's parking lot is, I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. Um, so I think maybe bringing the attention to that side over to Animal Kingdom is a good thing. Yeah, I think so. Pete, Did I'll anybody let... else see this as a replacement for the Beastly Kingdom we were supposed to get at Animal Kingdom? Um, no, I still hold out hope that down, somewhere down the line, not necessarily the Beastly Kingdom version of it, but there will be a version that does have dragons. You know, I, I, I hold out hope that somewhere down the line that will happen. Hey, Pete, I'll, I don't I'll, see it. I'll let you wrap up the show, my friend, but I'll give my thought here is I, I'm... Even as we're talking, I'm doodling designs to make sure I can go and at least give a couple Avatar-inspired car designs to the <laughs> to the. So maybe maybe the Banshee. Maybe I'll call the car the Banshee. What do you think? Fast, quick, nimble. Oh, Pete's got gosh. his hand in his head. This is not good. All right. It would have to be a hybrid. Good gas mileage. <laughs> <laughs> right. There we go. All right, brother. Bring us to a close. All right, what so, are your thoughts? What are your thoughts? Give me a final thought from you. I, I think it's going to be a shot in the arm. I, I don't think it's going to be the long-term solution they're hoping it'll be unless these new movies are they hit. Mm-hmm. If they don't hit, I think they've got to speed up Star Wars Land and get it done ASAP. Well, you know, the new movie I just saw today, the new movie isn't supposed to be out till 2020. That's wow. three years. They're already done. They're, they're, I, I think this is really going to, it may come back to blow up in their face. I thought that that was a bit, I was expecting a movie next year, um, honestly. But they, uh, I saw on, now this is not an extremely reliable source, but I saw to where someone said they had the timeline the first, the next one was to be released 2020. The one after that, which would be three, 2021. And then it went 2024 and 2025. Ooh, I don't know why that's... it skipped three years between four and five, or three and four, but. I hope Jimmy Anybody Stewart... remember when two was supposed to come out originally? No. It was like, it was like three years ago. Hmm. Wow. That, that's just too far out. Wow. The second movie is already supposed to be out, and I think the third one's supposed to originally was planned to be out like this year or next. Mm. I know we're dragging the show along. James Cameron is killing them. But I think that that could be the problem. That could be um, one of the issues for Pandora not getting completed as quickly. Mm -hmm. No. All right. Well, 
I, we could probably keep talking about this for quite a while, guys, but I think we should wrap that up. Um, I want to thank you both for coming on shows. Greg, how, if somebody wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? Well, you can find me on Facebook. Just look me up under Greg Nevis, and I'm on Twitter, at G Nevis. And if you want to send me an email, go right ahead. It's Nevis at Gmail. Michael, I know we can find you over at the Theme Park Brothers. Give us your uh, your Twitter and stuff for that as well. Uh, it is at Theme Park Boys is our Twitter. And, of course, the Theme Park Brothers on Facebook. Very excited. We just hit 700 subscribers. So if you would, go Saw over that. there. Congratulations. That's awesome. Thank you. As of today, we're up to 724. So nice. that was just a few days ago. So help us get to 800 quickly. And then we'll just keep going from there. That's All right. Awesome. Uh, Chris, you know, you know what? Disney Chicago on Twitter, right? That's right. And then just contact us uh, both on the WW Review Facebook page. But just stop for one second. You know what? I, I want to thank Michael and Greg myself too as well. And if anyone does have a question, I, in all sincerity, you could not find two nicer guys, and they will get back to you quickly. They are about two of the nicest guys. And, you know, social media, I've said before, there's a lot of weird things and a lot of bad things in social media. Having you guys come on and being friends with you guys, I tell you what, it makes it all redeeming, and I appreciate you guys coming on. Well, I appreciate that very much, and likewise to you guys as well. Awesome. Yep, absolutely. I always have such a great time. And for me, you guys know how to get a hold of me, the Dubs page on Facebook. I'm at Magic Mouse Medic on Twitter. Um, would I know we've kind of asked a couple of times in the last few weeks, but I am going to say it again. If you like the show... Tell somebody about it. Let them know. Have them listen to it. You know, I make my wife listen to it in the car against her will. It's something I got to do. Um, <laughs> you know, but we'd really appreciate a, a review on on iTunes or on Stitcher or wherever else you'd like to listen to us. Um, but for for Greg and Michael and Chris and myself, you've been listening to the WW Review. Thanks for joining us again. We'll see you, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks a lot. Bye. So long. <laughs>